Hey, welcome to Talking Mindset with Murph. I'm D-Mac. I'm here with our CEO, Brian Murphy. Murph, good morning. Good morning. How goes it? Man, it's good. It's good. How are you, D-Mac? I'm good. Hey, well, let's dive into this next one. I'm going to have to read this one. This one's a little longer, all right? Oh, boy. Okay. All right. This is what we got. Respect the past and where we come from, but don't revere it because it causes us to not tolerate change of any sort. It is about the future, not the past. Unpack that for us. Yeah, look, I mean, um, I'm, I'm proud of my past. I'm, I'm proud of my family's past. I'm proud of the company's past, but but it's the past, right? And, and you know, I'm here to, to, to look forward and to, you know, if, if we're trying to get a little bit better and we're seeking perfection, you can't do that through the rearview mirror. And, and I like to tell people that, you know, the only thing that you get driving by looking in the rearview mirror is in an accident, right? And so we got to focus forward and we can't allow our past experiences. We can't, we can't cling to those so much that we miss the opportunity ahead of us. That, that, that's really, that's it. Right. And, and really when people are the glory days, right. Want to sit down and tell old stories. Well, let me, let me tell you what I did. And you know, 2011, I did this. Well, you know, really what that is, 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 is they're seeking relevance of some sort. Right. And, and uh, you know, and, and they're, or they're afraid of some change. Right. And, and so we have to really understand what's causing us to want to hold on to that past so much because to me uh, the only thing that won't change at ReliQuest are values you know um, you know how people think of us and how we think of others and the rest is all on the table and that's 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 just business especially in technology yeah that's a great point yeah when I think about this this particular one you know respect the past you know don't revere it you know it's about the future this is for me adaptability you know so uh, you know, I, I think about from a leadership perspective, you know, and, and for our leaders and managers that are listening, you know, like this is the importance of being able to cast a compelling vision, you know, because if, if, if the vision, if the future doesn't look good, well, what are we going to cling to past, you know, because it's like, I don't like, I don't, you didn't, you didn't give me a clear vision. You know, it's the importance of clarity again. Like, like if you give me a clear picture of what the future could look like, That'll give me something to focus on and go get. But if I don't have a clear picture of where we're going or what that looks like, then we tend to cling to the past because I know that, right? I know I know what that is. That's done. I'm going to hold on to that versus, you know, trusting uh, in, in the vision and the team around you, you know, to, to be adaptable, you know? So I think it, just the importance of being able to cast a clear vision really helps people not hold on to the past and really get, um, you know, forward uh, forward focused. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, I totally agree. I think, um, in, in, you know, vision and, uh, vision is one of those words, right. That can be kind of lofty or airy or, you know, a lot of it's just intent. Like, you know, what, like, what, what am I being intentional about what we're doing? Am I, is everybody clear on the direction we're going or do they understand, you know, why are the outcomes of the work that we do? Right. And so, um, you know, I, but yeah, I, but to me, it's always forward. Uh, it's always ahead. And, uh, again, you know, I, I'm even to a point where our old logos and our old, like I, I put them in a box and they're up on a shelf. Like I don't, I don't revere those. Like I don't, I don't want to see them again. I don't want to think about it again. Um, I want to focus my mind forward on where we need to be. Um, I think it's why one of the things I enjoy doing so much to kind of decompress or to disconnect is, is skiing. Right. And I think the reason I like to go skiing, 
um, is you, you know you have to focus ahead of you. You you have to be in the moment. You can't be distracted with anything else because you can hit a tree, a bump, uh, and I've done all that, right? But um, but I, I think that you know just really focus on the road ahead of you, um, and you're gonna learn. You're gonna allow your experiences from the past to shape how you make decisions, but don't let it blind how you make decisions, right? Um, and so uh, you know I I just I like to be around people who embrace change. We all don't like it. No one likes change. I mean that's. You know, but uh, and we can have these kind of hokey like, oh, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. No, you're not. No one's un- no one's comfortable being uncomfortable. That's why it's called uncomfortable. Um, but just accept that I'm uncomfortable, admit it, and be willing to keep moving. That's it. Like just you know, be real. Like I'm uncomfortable all the time. You know, and and just just own it. Um, you know, be self aware and like hey, this is me being uncomfortable. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop. Right. You know, so yeah, that's good. You know, I think about the sigmoid curve. You know, I don't know how familiar you are with the sigmoid curve, you know, but it's that kind of, again, I don't know why I bring up these things that I really don't mo- know much about, but <laughs> I love it though, but, but I trust the fact. Look, I got, I'm, I'm going to use that now. I, My vocabulary is broad, right? Until I get home and Renee knows what it is and she calls me out or, you know, that's uh, Google has ruined my ability to just misuse a term, you know, because yeah. then somebody yeah. can just verify, right? Yeah. So I'm trusting our really smart people that are listening to this, that they're going to know what the sigmoid curve is. But ultimately, <laughs> right, it's this thing that, you know, it, it it represents growth, right? And so, you know, whether it's the lifespan of a, a company or, you know, I've used it in the past with athletes. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of why I've used it before, where it's like an athlete, you know, comes into the major leagues or gets into the NFL and they have usually a lot of success early on because nobody knows who they are and what they do, you know? So they have this huge growth and then they start to kind of level out when they kind of figure out how things work and then they figure out, but then the other team figures them out too, right? So what's going to naturally happen is there's a decline, you know, and in, in the world of business, when there's a decline, it's really hard to get that thing going back the other way, you know? And so, you know, one thing that the New Zealand All Blacks talk about is like, when you're at the top of your game, change your game, which is like a crazy saying if you really think about it, right? Uh, but what happens is when you're at the top of your game, that's where you plateau. And after the plateau comes the decline, whereas the sigmoid curve talks about, hey, like if you want to have sustained sustain success for a long time, right? And again, this is me working with athletes. It's like when you get to the top of your game, everybody's got film on you. Everybody knows what you're doing. You better find a new way to have success. And so there's like this little point of, of change, right? Change in approach, maybe change in strategy. And when you do that, there's always a little bit of an implementation dip right? Because you're going to do things a little different. You have to communicate things a little differently. You might have to train a little differently. And so your performance is going to drop. And the only way you get through that drop in performance is trust, right? Because there's a lot of doubt and uncertainty. There's chaos. It's like, what are we doing? We're doing so good. And now we change everything, right? There's just, ah, you know, or whatever. And so, uh, but if you can trust your way through that, right? Because it's like, we vetted it. We have research that supports it. I believe in my team. We've done this before. You know, you have all these things you can draw and it's like, Hey, yeah, there's going to be a little performance dip here, but guess what? We're going to get it figured out. And then boom, off we go again, you know, and then you go out, you ride that for a while then you get to the next kind of plateau. But, uh, when I think about this ism, I think about the sigmoid curve. Yeah, no, I love it. And you know, really when I'm listening to you, DMAC, it's, uh, you're, you know, I think about uh, momentum in business, right? Um, and and how do you keep momentum, right? Because companies that keep momentum win over long periods of time. And unlike sports, it's easier to keep momentum in business, right? It's a lot of your your attitude, you know, the energy, the effort that you bring as an individual every day, right? But that being willing, 
you know, being willing to go a different direction or push the business in a, in a direction or, or, or test ourselves with a new technology or push ourselves with a new approach. And, 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 you know, I think disruption gets used too much. I don't think you have to blow something up to, um, you know, to make it better, but, um, I kind of view what you're talking about with a curve is momentum. Like how do we keep momentum as a business? And if you get stagnant in what you do and what you deliver, um, and you're not keeping up with the changing times, Hey, gray matter is a great example of that, right? You know, had we not, uh, you know, looked at the changing dynamics of multi-cloud environments and all these different tools and applications and our data originating in multiple different places and all of these things that were going on, had we just thought about what we've always done, we wouldn't have kept the momentum that we're on, right? And so we, we've got to, and if we would have held on to that history and looked in the mirror a little bit too much or looked, looked in our rear mirror a little bit too much, we would have missed the opportunity that we're on to keep our momentum and to, to really answer that question of how good can we be, right? So, um, you know, I, I'm a big believer in momentum. And unfortunately, it's a heck of a lot easier to keep in business uh, than it is in, in your, uh, your your experience in sports. Yeah, but it, it's real. You know, I mean, we can see it. You know, I mean, shoot, the Tampa Bay Bucks this year, you know, like you yeah. think about how they finished the season, all the momentum they had. And, and it, a lot of it for me, I mean, points to, I mean, Tom Brady's mindset, you know, when they ask, you know, Brady, hey, if you're, you know, going into the season and, and he said a couple of times throughout the year, it's like, hey, what, what's what's been your favorite Super Bowl victory? And he always answers the same, the next one. Yeah the next one, you know, and I promise you, if you found him right now and out on the street in Tampa somewhere, you know, he'd say, Hey, Hey, you've got seven of these things. Now what's your favorite one? The next one. Yep. You know, the next one. And so it's just about being, you know, forward focused. It's not, he's not faking it. It's who he is. Right. I mean, that's, that's yeah. But that, but that is, that is built. He wasn't born that way. He is trained. If you, if you, if you read articles about him of, you know, the, the trying to get the the quick thinking and some of the psychology apps that he uses. I mean, everything that he does has is is intentional. Yeah, no doubt, and that's the key word there: intentional, right? Because you you have to be intentional to be forward focused because you're focused on something that uh, is not tangible, right? I mean, you're yeah. focused on uh, something that you can't see versus the past you can see because you've been there, you've done that. And so you have it's it's you have to go push back against human nature and be intentional to move forward, you know. And that that points back to like we need to be reminded more than we need to be instructed. Like we we got to remind ourselves every day, like where are we headed? Like I'm glad we did that, but where are we headed, and what do we need to do to get going forward? Yep, yep, absolutely, completely agree. Yeah, so this is this is good. You know, I'll I'll wrap it up with a, a Charles Darwin quote. I was really proud of, I found this when I was reading a book, <laughs> like it's called Legacy. Uh, anyway, 15 leadership lessons. Um, I love it, man. You're, 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 you're throwing all kinds of good hey, stuff. I'm telling out, you, man. man. This is great. Hey, bring it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, DMAC, bring in, bring in the pain. But uh, so I, I ran across this just literally yesterday. So I'm sitting in the line to pick up my son from school, you know, and so I'm just like, oh, nice. And, you know, I got 15, 20 minutes to read here. And so uh, I'm reading and then I read it, uh, what Charles Darwin said in this book. And I thought like, oh, this is perfect. Like this is adaptability at its finest, you know. And, and this is what he said. He said, it's not the strongest species that survive nor the most intelligent, but the ones most responsive to change. You know, and I thought that kind of wraps this up perfectly, you know, so who would have thought we're going to have Darwin wrap this up for us, but you know, you never know what you're going to get, man. That's what I like. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, th- thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, and, and for personally, you know, like if you're thinking about, you know, kind of where are you at, you know, um, in regards to, you know, how well you respond to change, you know, again, think about, think about, you know, where your focus is, right? Think about your teammates and, and how they can help get you there. And then think about, you know, the the systems, the habits you have or the processes you have in place that are going to help you get to that next level. Uh, because a lot of times we fear, we fear the future because we don't necessarily, we know we haven't built the tools to get there yet. And so instead of think about what's wrong with you or let that define you, let it refine you and make the adjustment that you need to do, you know, learn what you need to learn, talk to who you need to talk to, and then get to moving forward. Because again, it's the, it's the ones that are most responsive to change are the ones that survive. Yeah, I completely agree, man. I love it. I appreciate you. This has been great, DMAC. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Talking Mindset with Murph. And be sure to tune into our next episode as we will be interviewing another special guest. Make it a great day.